दोहरा कृपा की जयदास पर कुंट निवाओ चार नाम तुम्हारा जो जप भय सिंध भव पार नमो कष्ट हरणी दुर्गा शक्ति माए सब दुष्ट दानो पकड़ते खपाए तुमन भवन त्रेलोक कर्मा हराजे तहानूर तुमरा गम रूप छाजे तुही धोल गिर कोट कांगर बसंती तुही अचल अनाद देवन अनंती रटो निस्तिना जाप तुमरा भवानी तुमन चरण मो प्रीत हमरी लगानी In the last episode, we gave a brief overview of the state of the Mughal Empire at the time of the founding of the Khalsa. Following that, we covered the first battle of Anandpur, where the Pahari Rajas were comprehensively defeated by the newly formed Khalsa army. After the defeat suffered by the Pahari Rajas, they began to feel an even greater sense of dread. The people they had been defeated by are the very people they considered the lowly, the kind of people they believed were only fit for being subjects to be ruled, not people fit for helping shape their own destiny. The Rajas gathered together in Bilaspur. They were in a dilemma. If they turned a blind eye to the growing appeal of the Sikhtaram, it may well be that their own subjects might choose not to be passive subjects in the near future. If, on the other hand, they sought Mughal assistance to crush the Sikhs, it is possible that the Mughals might opt for direct rule over their territory. The Rajas finally decided not to seek outside help. Instead, they were determined to destroy Anandpur by themselves. They sent threatening letters to Guru Gobind Singh demanding that he stop giving assistance to the poor and people from the lower castes. Guru Gobind Singh responded with his own letter, urging the Rajas not to give up the love and trust of their own people in order to win the approval of the Mughals. But this lesson of his fell on deaf ears. If we take a look at some of the older villages in India, it was fairly common for most villages to have some kind of outpost or a small fort in order to provide some semblance of resistance in case of attack. The town of Anandpur had five such forts, Anandgarh, Logar, Fatehgarh, Keshgarh, and Holgarh. Several hundred Singhs came from the districts of Malwa, Doaba, and Maja to help defend the city when they heard that an attack was imminent. When the Pahari Rajas attacked, they were met by a group of Singhs outside the city walls. A fierce battle ensued throughout the day, in which the Rajas suffered heavy losses. At the end of the day's fighting, the Rajas got together to decide what to do. The Raja of Mandi proposed a truce with Guru Gobind Singh, but this idea was rejected by the Rajas of Jaswal and Handur. On the second day of fighting, the Pahari Rajas were once again pushed back. They decided to change tactics and lay siege to the town instead, blocking the flow of equipment and rations into the city. The siege lasted for 20 days, but the Sikhs showed no sign of breaking. 
Eventually, the Pahari Rajas lost patience and decided to attack again. This time they attacked Fort Logar. Attempting to use a drugged elephant to smash the fort's walls. Guru Gobind Singh prepared a young warrior, Bichitra Singh, to take on the elephant, along with a few armed Singhs. The young warrior was sent outside the fort walls and attacked the elephant with a spear. The angry elephant jerked backward, which jolted his mahout off his back. Several Pahari army soldiers were crushed underfoot. The momentum of the battle was now firmly with the Sikhs, and the Pahari Rajas suffered heavy losses. However, their ego was not yet broken. The next morning, the Pahari Rajas were led by Ghamandachand, the Raja of Kangra. Both armies suffered heavy losses, with neither side holding a clear advantage. By a stroke of luck, towards the end of the day, Gamanchand was felled by a stray bullet. This broke the spirit of the Rajas, and they beat an overnight retreat. Thus ended the Second Battle of Anandpur. The Battle of Nirmo After a second successive defeat, the Pahari Rajas had lost hope that they could defeat Guru Gobind Singh while he was in Anandpur. Instead, they decided to use the art of deception to draw the Sikhs out of the city. They sent a letter to Guru Gobind Singh, asking him to depart from Anandpur for a few days. This way, they could return to their kingdoms as victors, and their subjects would not be hungry for revenge. By this method, they said, innocent lives would be spared from fighting in future battles. The Guru suspected deception. However, he decided to play along with their game. The Sikh army left Anandpur and set up camp near a town called Nirmoh. As expected, they were attacked, but once again they repelled the Pahari army. The Pahari Rajas then sought the help of the court at Sirhind. Sirhind is approximately 45 miles from Anandpur. A large army was dispatched from Sirhind, and the Sikhs now faced enemies on two fronts. A brutal battle ensued, and fighting off two armies became difficult. Retreating to Anandpur was too unsafe, and the decision was made to instead seek refuge at the state of Basali. The ruler of that kingdom, Raja Salahichand, was an admirer of the Guru. Eventually, the Sikh army was able to ford across the Sutlaj River and enter the town of Basali, despite suffering some losses. After spending a few days at Basali, Guru Gobind Singh returned to Anandpur on the advice of a few of his prominent advisors. At this point, the Pahari Rajas decided to form a temporary peace with the Sikhs, which was accepted. Two years passed in relative peace, and the power of the Sikhs continued to grow as more and more people took Amrit and were inducted into the fighting forces. In 1702, during this time of peace, Guru Gobind Singh travelled to Lakhi Jungle in order to propagate the Sikh faith. The monsoon season was spent in Saboki Talwandi. On the way back to Anandpur, Guru Gobind Singh decided to attend a solar eclipse festival in Kurukshetra along with his army of Sikhs. 
The First Battle of Chamkor, January 1703 On the way back from Kurukshetra, the Guru and his army stopped at Chamkor. During that time, two army commanders from the Lahore court were traveling from the Pahari kingdoms to Delhi. Their names were Said Beg and Alaf Khan. Raja Ajmer Chand encouraged them to attack the Guru and his forces en route. The two commanders and their forces attacked the Singhs at Chamkor, but the Sikhs were able to quickly organize a defense and fought fearlessly. One of the commanders, Said Beg, began to feel ashamed of his attack on a group of people who posed no immediate threat. When there was a period of calm during the battle, he took some of his followers and defected to the side of the Guru. The tide of battle then turned and Alaf Khan had to flee to Delhi. The Guru and his Sikhs then returned to Anandpur and Said Beg decided to stay with the Guru. The Third Battle of Anandpur, 1703 Said Beg let the Guru know that it was the Pahari Rajas who had sent him to attack the Sikhs. This ended the period of a cold peace that had been maintained for the past few years. Seeing their plot exposed, the Pahari Rajas decided to attack Anandpur again, but they were defeated yet again and had to flee the battlefield. Pauri Suri Sangar Rachia Dol Sankanagare Vaike Chanda Chitari Kalaka Manabahala Rosa Badaike Nikali Matha Fordke Janafate Nisana Bajaike Jagasujami Juddano Jaravana Janamaradaike Dalavichaghera Ghatia Janasi Haturia Gananaike Aap visula hoiya te loka te kunasaike Rohasidhaya chakrapan karaninda kadaga utaike Agerakasabetero hile tiritegi chebaralaike Pakada pachade rakasa daladetan darajaike Behekesi pakada pachadi anantin under a dumarachaike Bade bade chunasur me gehekoti dai chalaike, ranakali gusakaike, ranakali gusakaike.